This is another episode of Pastime Rants. This is Justin. I'm Wes. We've got our sports episode for the week. Um, we open it up. We talk a little bit, a bit about unwritten rules of baseball again. They made a, a return this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we greatly improved the game of baseball with a, a great idea we came up with. I think, I think changing the game fits. We, we changed it. We, we made did. it better. We did. We put roller skates on it. It's great now. You can put the checks in the mail. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and we talk NBA, uh, with playoffs going on, and a little bit of your favorite player. My favorite? Oh, and the NBA. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you get to hear me talk about my favorite player, and I, I was actually getting kind of pissed off <laughs> as I was talking. And then uh, we touch on the Julio Jones and his current situation with the Falcons. And how if Shannon Shop calls you – you don't answer. Don't answer that. Send them straight to voicemail. Bye. And then uh, we had a little story at the end about our adventure to a card shop this weekend. In the brutal reality of how the card market is now, it's it's horrible. Um, these poor kids. They don't know. No, they don't. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's go. All right. We're back. Um, and I guess this is just going to become a yearly thing where baseball just pisses me off <laughs> um, because we've done an episode on uh, the unwritten rules. It's almost a year ago. Unwritten rules. I'm doing the quotation uh, around it. Unwritten rules of baseball. Yeah. Um, which is one of the dumbest things in sports, I think. At this point, like, unwritten rules need to be thrown out. All right. If they're not written, then just go with it. Not quite a year. Unwritten rules we did August 25th, 2020. Almost. Well, here we go, go again with another baseball was, unwritten rules podcast. Yeah. Um, so the other day, the, the White Sox and the Twins were playing. And I think the score, um, they were like 16 to 4, 15 to 4, something like that. The White Sox were winning by a lot. It was the top of the ninth. Um, two outs, and the Twins had a position player pitching for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, the Twins' position player is pitching. He throws the pitch. Um, it's like a forty mile per hour pitch, and just lays it right in to like the strike zone. And this dude crushes it. Just home run. They're winning fifteen to four. He hits a home run. He trots around the bases, scores the whole time. Little position player who's got a little pouty face on. I'm like, okay, like, all right, whatever, you know, that's cool. Um, mad about it and everything. And all the old old school baseball fans like cried foul. Like, oh, they they broke the unwritten rules. The game was over. He didn't have to hit that home run in that position. Uh, yeah, he did. He's a rookie. Uh, he needs to hit every home run he can. All right. I don't care who's pitching. If you don't have enough pitchers to complete the game, then you just need to forfeit. You need to forfeit the game. If you're sending somebody out there who's going to throw a 40 mile per hour pitch to a professional baseball player and you're surprised that he gets hit for a home run, I, I don't know what to tell you. All right. So after the game, Tony LaRusso, the manager of the White Sox, was saying that um, 
So uh, he was saying that they were going to handle it internally, um, that um, – let's see. He said he made a mistake because he was a rookie. Talking about his player who hit a home run made, a, made mistake a mistake by hitting a home run. By hitting a home run. Okay. Made a mistake and will deal with a consequence he has to endure here within our family. What the fuck kind of consequence is there for doing your job? I have no idea. I have no idea. Listen, you're going to punish your player for hitting a home run. That's why you're just a notch above soccer. Barely. I barely. I, be, I, I told you. I don't recognize baseball as a sport. Mm-hmm. It's like golf. It's a, it's a game. Mm-hmm. I would call it more of a game than even a sport. And it's because of shit like that. Yeah. It's just dumb. It's boring. It takes too long. It's dumb. You're you're going to. That's like fucking Shaq comes up, rips the backboard down. You get mad at him because he delayed the game. Yeah. Unwritten rules of basketball. You ripped that fucking goal down. <laughs> so he, I mean, was the game over? Eh, probably. But in baseball, there is no clock. No. Bottom of the ninth. There crazy, needs to be one. Bottom of the ninth. Crazy shit can happen. It's fifteen to four. It's unlikely they come back. It's not impossible. It could they be come done. back. It could, it could be done. Yeah. So you know how it doesn't get done is if you step on their fucking throat. Score as many runs as you can with their wife. <laughs> <laughs> Score as many runs as you can. Like you shouldn't let up. No. If in a game that has no clock, there is no time. There's always a chance of a comeback. You know what they just might as well do? Get rid of that unwritten rule. Is just go ahead and have a blowout rule. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just, just if the it. game's 15 to four and you're having to put a position player on the mound, you don't even have a pitcher to go out there. Just forfeit. Like if it's 15, if you're going to get pissed about it that he hit a home run, just walk off the field and call it a game. People, right? People that just love baseball and just adore it as this mythical sport. Fine, I'm glad it makes you happy. But I'll tell you this: I pay more attention on Sports Center and shit like that. If it came up and said, I don't know, the Red Sox and Braves got cut off at seventh inning because the Braves were just beating the holy shit out of them, and they in the in the um, the uh, blowout rule mm-hmm. took effect, and like shit, you say that crap? They told them go home in seventh inning. I would care then. I'd be like, okay, this is kind of cool. If you put a freaking stopwatch on the pitcher, so you only got so much time to think about what the fuck you're going to throw. Get it. Let's go. They did. They did do that. They did start to like try and speed up the game. Okay. Do more. Fucking put. There, there needs to be. <laughs> do, more. A, do more. There needs to be a fucking clock. There needs to be a time limit. First off, it's absurd. There's no time limit in, in the national pastime. You can't see my fingers. They're turning into fuck you fingers right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's the fucking. It's not the national pastime anymore. That's, no. that's football. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's fighting behind the Shoney's. <laughs> but. But, yeah, you need to speed them up when they pitch. You need to have a time limit, and you need to have a um, a blowout clause. Tell me that you wouldn't be more interested in baseball if those three things were in there. Interesting enough, they do have that in, like, the Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll if you're getting your ass beat, like, they'll just call it off. Yeah, because they don't want these kids to be, like, traumatized. Yeah. So, the dude, like, Mikey couldn't make it in life because he got his ass whooped when he was 12 on well, ESPN. Well, those same kids are now in the major leagues. Yeah. And now they're sad that they just gave up a home run because they're not a pitcher. Okay, my bad. If you're a professional baseball player, and the best thing you can throw over the plate is a 40 mile per hour ball. I, Justin, I, I think I 
I, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm telling you, he laid it in there. Like, it was just like, if you, me and you went out in the front yard accurate. And, and played pitch and catch, I mean, he threw it, it like, lobbed oh, in. He oh, lobbed it oh, in there. I thought you made it was, like, right in the glove. No, 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 no. It, like, lobbed in there. It had an arch to it. Yes. That's not good. This was, like, slow pitch softball, like pitch. They were playing catch. <laughs> yes. Okay. And they expected him to just stand there and take the out. No. I, that's why I don't understand. No. What? So you're expecting him to take an out? It's not his fault you got that bum on the fucking uh, mound. It's exactly. Not, it's, not his, it's not his fault. His job is to – what position is he played? Do you know? I uh, I can probably find out. I don't know. Um, hey, I know he's a rookie. Okay. So people listening, that more than likely you don't know me. Um, I cannot throw a baseball save my life. I can go out in your backyard and th- play catch with you. He's a catcher. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. That makes it worse. Okay, let me say this first. All right, you know the pitching machine at Dave and Buster's mm-hmm. where you throw it and, like, Zach always tries to get the high score on that. I tried it one time. I won't do it again because I embarrassed shit. I might, if anybody's watching, that was the highlight of their day. <laughs> was me, like, just about to throw my shoulder out of socket as hard as I can, and it just went straight down. <laughs> I can't. I just, some, I'm just never been good at is throwing a baseball accurately fast. I can go on the machine, the, 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 the basketball machine, to almost get the high score, but I can't throw a baseball to save my life. You're saying he's a catcher, too. So basically, you just stepped on the mound and threw this dude a pitch. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could fucking do that. The reason why I say him being a catcher makes it even worse is all he's ever worked with is pitchers. Mm-hmm. At some point, I'm not saying you can throw a knuckleball and do a, and do a curveball and then be like Greg Maddox. I expect you to be able to. To do some low level pitching, because dude, this guy's got to. Well, I'm talking about the guy. The guy who hit the ball was a catcher. Oh, I'm talking about the guy I that threw it. Oh, you're talking about the guy who threw it again. Uh, pastime rants with all the facts. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, because um, I was about to say if that guy's a catcher. He's got to throw it a second, right? No, no, no. I, I thought you meant who hit the. Okay, never mind. I don't even know the guy's name. But, but. Uh, there again, like unless you're just a big brute, dude. How have you made it this far and you can't throw a baseball? Yeah, I don't. Know. I know you're not going to be a pitcher. I, I get that, but how have you made it this far? That's like, dude, it's like into the NBA and just not being able to shoot free throws. Again, this if you've got this guy on the mound and you're trying to strike people out and you're just expecting them to strike out because you you don't have a pitcher to do the right thing. <sighs> Tough that's shit. that's on you. Tough shit. That's on you. You know what I tell my coach or my manager or whatever? That's where you know you fucked up. Your sport sucks anyway. You don't even have coaches. You have managers. You don't. That's just dumb right there. I would tell my manager, he'd be like, well, we're going to do probably. I was like, we sit down. He's like, all right, you know what we're here? I said, you know what? I'm told you to go fuck yourself <laughs> because I'm going to hit that goddamn ball to your house. Oh, for sure. All right. That's what I'm going to do. That's why you guys pay me, right, is to hit the ball. People come here to see home runs. Yes. People don't come here to see unwritten you know, rules. You know what save baseball? Steroids? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, other than that, um, save baseball was Sammy Sosa and Mark, Mark McGuire. Home run race. What didn't save the, the MLB was not unwritten rules. No. It wasn't being good sportsmen and saying, hey, guys, you're beating the fuck out of us. Do you want to not take our wallet? No, you take their wallet. The thing is, it's also inconsistent. Like when they bring up unwritten rules and when they don't. Um, 
the other day, the Pirates and the Braves, which, you know, I'm a Pirates fan mm. when I like baseball. Um, and Braves are big around here, of course. Um, they beat the Pirates like 20 to 1. And, and they, that's hit, fine. they hit seven home runs, and two of those were grand slams. And that's fine, right? <laughs> and I was like, I, I guess the unwritten rules are gone. It was when they wanted to. <laughs> they, seven home runs in that game. Yeah. And the score is 20 to 1. That would been a good game to go to. Yeah, sure. That's fun. I, dude, I watch my team. Pirates always suck. So yeah. I don't really get that involved in it because they're so bad. Um, but, yeah, you see the other team hits seven home runs. That's Fun. I would. I wouldn't be bored. Yeah. I'll tell. I, I don't think I've said it on here. I might have. I can't remember what day it is half the time. The last baseball game I went to was a Braves game years ago, like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Stadium's amazing. I'm that weird guy that I can appreciate a, a, a cool stadium and shit like that. But you're only going to appreciate that stadium so long when you're watching a boring ass game. You know you, how I had you went to the new stadium. No, this was 2006, 2006. No. No. So the Braves just built a new stadium. It was new then. Like then, that stadium was fairly new. Now they've made a new one. Cassie told me that they made a new one. I said, I'll go to a game. She loves baseball. I said, I'll go to a game with you. I was like, I I mean, I can have fun. But you know how I had fun at that game? Was I walked my happy ass all the way behind uh, where the big bar is, behind the wall or whatever. Went over there, and I said, I want two margaritas. They said, you sure you want two? I was like, I might not be able to get back in line again. Give me two. <laughs> they gave me two, and those are the stoutest margaritas I ever drank in my <laughs> goddamn life. And I finished both of them before I got back to my seat. And I sit down, and the guys that are with me are like, dude, what the fuck happened? I said, what are you talking about? In my head, I'm going, what are you talking about? And they're like, are you drunk? I was like, maybe. <laughs> and there's salt all in my beard. <laughs> and where I'm talking now in my head, that's not what was coming out. What was coming out was how long are we going to be here? <laughs> and I had a blast. Yeah. But I had to be hammered to enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. And I told you the only thing, only good thing I ever got from seeing a baseball game was I got to see Randy Jackson one time, or, or Randy Johnson mm-hmm. one time pitch. And it was 98, 98, 90 on that little, you know, yeah. to show you how fast I was like, Jesus Christ. It wasn't this game, but I was like, I'm glad I got to see that. You get to see greatness or whatever. I'm glad I got to see that, but baseball sucks, dude. There's no getting around it. Yeah. There's changes. They need to incorporate fighting. Oh, I yeah, sure. Like hockey does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And give them like a you, – you miss an inning. Yeah. Yeah, you just miss an inning, kind of like hockey. They're like, okay, go to the penalty box for five minutes. And like – I'm just going to get stupid here, okay? All right. So <laughs> I would almost do like the rock and jock games like back in the day with MTV, but I'd have targets, right? I'd have targets. So on the wall, if you hit a home run, that's great. You hit a grand slam, that's great. But if you hit a target, you get bonus items like a video game. So like the next time one of your guys gets in a fight, you can throw them brass knucks. <laughs> so you get like a spiky bat. Yeah, it's kind of like Mario Kart where you get like a, a, a banana peel or a tortoise yeah. shell. They get – Brass knuckles, um, armor. <laughs> I don't know. Just things. That, so then when they get in a fight, you might not walk out. Now, I always thought that in baseball, when you hit the ball, you should be able to take the bat with you and use it as a weapon <laughs> and swing it. Am at, I out? And swing it at the first baseman. As, you, as you're rounding first base, they try to get you out. You swing your bat at the first baseman. 
as you're going second, hit that person too. All can, right. Can I have a chain attached to the end of it so I can swing it around my head? <laughs> and you have to tag them. Right? You don't tag the base. You tag that person who's swinging a baseball bat at you. All right. Oh, I thought you meant. The- so now it's turning into like fencing. Where you're doing this little like movement, you're trying to not get your head knocked off by this baseball bat. Meanwhile, you got to tag that man while he's trying to run the bases. <laughs> I think it made baseball way more interesting. I've totally misinterpreted what you said. I thought you meant that the batter can't tag the base; he has to hit. <laughs> he's got to hit the first, second, or third baseman for it to count. No, I'm saying you throw the ball to the first baseman instead of tagging the base and saying, "Okay, you're out." You have to tag that person who's swinging a bat at you. And you have an instantaneous gladiatorial event, right? Yes. Yeah. That's oh. incredible. Oh, my God. Dude, I think we just say baseball. If this ever makes it to Russia, give it a couple months. And you're going to see on YouTube these crazy Russians do exactly what we just said. We won't get a dime from it. But if it makes it, if just our whisper of these words, make it to Russia, give it two months, and there's a guy I watch that he just covers all the slapping tournaments. His name's like Ping, Penguin Zero or something like that. He's I like him. He's funny, funny. But he just covered. I sent you that thing. It was like some weird board game where he just covered it. Do you remember me sending you that? It was a board game or, or a game you've never heard of in your life, and he found it on the internet. So he did play by play on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Where he he was trying to you were trying to watch like the little disc into a yes. circle in the middle. Yeah, okay. The I dumb, dumb game is a world championship for it, and this guy will find shit like that and just do a voiceover. Yeah. It's funny to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got to find this shit. In two months, if I click on his channel and I see a Russian dude running first base with a bat around it and swinging around his head, and the other guy's chasing him around with a shield, I'd be like, I want my check. I, I like your target idea. I like getting like upgrades. Maybe you hit a ball... And you hit a target, the you know, inning before or something. So now when you hit it, now as you're running down, now your first base coach throws you an Uzi. <laughs> and then you use that. To be fair, it's not bullets. It's like airsoft. Oh. But just. Yes. But just like. Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll meet you halfway. How about that? It's not bullets. It's not lethal. Yeah. You're already lethal enough with a bat and chain. Yeah. You're in walking dead territory there. <laughs> <laughs> not airsoft but like paintball uzi but you turn the pressure the psi you way turn up way up because like if you go to a paintball field they'll tell you turn it down to like they'll they, they got a gun they'll you can't you can only be a certain because you get to a certain level it'll go through the shield of your mask like Good. that sh- well, i'm just saying is that shit you can turn it up that it can be bad might not kill you but it's not going to be good. It's going to hurt there. That's what you use. Mm. If they die, they die. But more than likely, you shouldn't. And if they die, we make fun of them for dying. Yeah, it's probably a tough way to get our new sport over with deaths and body counts. Or it it depends on the country. It does. Like I said, they do it in Russia. Depends on the audience. You do it in Russia? Oh, my God, it's the biggest thing in the world. Do it here? Somebody's going to be – I'm going to go out on a limb. I think somebody will be upset about it. Um, there'd be emails. Yeah. Yeah. We might get canceled. You'd hear about it. Yeah. There's like these brutes and their bats and their chains. And I'm like, okay, I don't see you playing it. You don't have to watch it. Oh, you know what you should get as an upgrade? What? Maybe not go as far as an Uzi. 
You just that, went straight. That might be, <laughs> you just went straight eighties drug lord. That might be a little too much. Like what they use on like knots for jousting, the big pole. Uh, what is that called? I have lance. Yeah, a lance. Okay. Lance, yeah. So you get a lance, and it's what ten foot long. <laughs> you run and, to the yes, base. Yes, and you run and you try and just run straight through the first baseman. If you do that, then on your baseball helmet you have to have a huge feather out the top of it, <laughs> and you're just bouncing up and down as you're running. This isn't a bad idea. Oh my god, this is fucking crazy. This is as good as Tyson fighting in a riot, like. Or fighting progressively worse opponents. <laughs> this is right of their way. I would go, I would pay money to go see this shit. But like it'd be like BattleBots too. So like all the audience is not open. There's plexiglass. Yeah. In front and of the entire audience. So to like, protect you from the splatter. Why not let BattleBots play fucking baseball? Okay. Why not incorporate Ooh. robots into it too? Maybe that's third baseman. Is a battle bot. It's just a spinning like maw of metal and like it's shit just, from like just saw blades. It's like everything that got left over from that Sears that closed. <laughs> they just put they just put it on a on a um, a whirling robot, and you got to figure out how to tag that base. You <laughs> gotta get it because if you time time it wrong, you're gonna lose a foot. It may be in the same way as getting upgrades for hitting targets. Maybe like the defense when you're pitching, maybe. They're like hit a ninety-six mile per hour, uh, I don't know, curveball. That's pretty fast. That's curveball. a fastball. That's man. that's pretty. That fast is curve. one fucking curveball <laughs> out there. <laughs> They're like, okay, throw a specific mile per hour specific pitch. That's like, and saying, then you get an upgrade. That's like saying throw a ninety-seven mile per hour breaking ball because at that point <laughs> it's just a fastball, right? <laughs> I, I'll tell you one's better than that. Let's talk long-term, right? Uh-huh. Let's talk long-term. Let's say you put a target out there for your for your hitters, right? You put a target out there that's like, what would be fair? How long is how long is most home runs? Like 400, 300 feet? 300 and, yeah, they, they vary. I mean, 350 to 400. So let's say 350. Mm-hmm. 350 feet, what would be – Hard to hit, but fair. Because I was going to say the size of this Godzilla pop figure. But let's say foot and a half in diameter, right? Okay, let's see, let's go with that. Foot and a half in diameter, about like that, right? Put that target out in, like, right field. Something that would be hard to hit, right? I say you put it on the guy who's carrying the giant stick of cotton candy. Even better. Because <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck him for trying to feed his kids. Okay, all right, fine, fine. And they're all they're scattered through the outfield. For so, what for what I'm about to say, it's gotta be incredibly hard to hit this for what I'm about to say. Well, they're moving targets. They are, but you need only like two of them. Oh, okay. Like everybody else is fine, but like like if you show up to work that day, it's like I'm, I'm sorry, Rod. I'm sorry, Rod, but you gotta put the target on your head. He said, Are you fucking kidding me? Sorry, lem- I got kids, man. You ain't got kids. I'm like, fuck your kids. <laughs> sorry, lemonade pulled the short straw. They're, they're so- wearing the targets tonight. I'm sorry, Rod. <laughs> but Miller Lott's got the fucking target tonight. Yeah. If you hit Rod, mm-hmm. and hopefully you just hit the target, you can hit Rob too. I say that's I say that's fine. Okay. You clock Rob inside of the head, we say close enough. Yeah. Are you gonna make it home? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Whatever. If you do that, you get for the rest of the season. So, like, let's say you do it early in the season. The rest of the season, 
you will never have to take a drug test. So you can roll it up. Okay. Rolling it up. So that's, like that's, it, is, it encourages you. That's your reward for hitting Rob. It's got to be something really hard. Like you earned it. And he's like, I'm sorry, guys. And then, then you ask, so are you, when do you plan on taking steroids? He goes, what are you talking about? Well, you hit Rod. So, so you don't get a choice. What? To do steroids? Yeah. They're like, they just. You're contractually in. obligated. Yeah. You hit that man. Now you do steroids. You have to. You don't have to talk okay. about it. But on paperwork and video and like me sitting there watching you do it, I got to see that needle hit you in the butt cheek. But yeah. It, and then yeah. they're like, you have to hit Steve in the second row in the, the upper deck. If you Next. want your mother to live. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like uh, with the pitching, like when they get upgrades for the pitching and the, the outfield, maybe like on the baselines, like – Maybe it opens up into like a pit of lava. Oh, oh, I got one better. Maybe I got one better. Okay. How about this? How about the lines mm-hmm. of the baselines, right? What if you hooked up gas lines and they're always on? There's always like gas coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and you never know when they're going to strike the match. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't run outside the baseline or don't count. Uh, so you got to have guys like wearing flame retarded like um, pants and shoes and shit. But you don't know. You better run, motherfucker, because so you don't know. Now we have a game where possibly we have a, a man wearing a <laughs> a helmet with a feather uh, carrying a lance <laughs> trying to stab the second baseman while also trying to dodge flames. He's already killed the first baseman. <laughs> this is perfect. Oh my god! I would watch. There's not enough blood in my body to maintain the erection. I would have watching this. This is this a perfect is, sport. We did disinvent the girl. That's the national pat. You want to talk about America's national pastime? We just explained it to you. Yeah, that's oh, great. Oh my god! This it needs to be a video game. You need to be able to do this in some form or fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of proud of so now let's bring it back down. Let's bring it back to the real sport of baseball. Oh, let's fucking put everybody to sleep. So what happened the next day? Oh, we're still talking about. That. So what happened the next day when the White Sox and the Twins played again? What? And our our poor man who hit a home run off a position player comes to the plate. They hit him. They threw the pitch at him. Why? Because he's sad boy. Because they're mm. they're sad boy. Be more sad boy when there's Lance coming after you. Why did you hit that ball yesterday? That wasn't nice. We're gonna throw a pitch at you. It throws like a. It probably I don't know what the speed was on it or whatever. They hit him. Getting hit with a baseball from a professional pitcher probably don't feel good. It's not a good thing. We'll talk about that later. But like it's like what you sent me about. You want when you talked about on here about the guy that was just beating up everybody. Place for the Capitals. Yeah, Tom Wilson. And you immediately sent me a picture and said, what did I tell you? And their freaking uh, – their opposing team, their their penalty box was full. Okay, we're back because Anchor is a bitch. Just shut off on us again. shut off. It's supposed <laughs> to shut off. We said uh, ad nauseum. We, we said it's supposed to shut off 30 minutes. It's like 25 is enough for you. Yeah. Um, Evidently, it was a Capitals fan that runs Anchor. They're like, nope. But you had sent me that, and the next nine, you called that shit. Yeah. Who are they playing? The Rangers? Yes. Okay. The Rangers penalty box? Full. Because mm-hmm. they just went after this dude. Yeah. Like he earned, and, but to be fair, he took it like a man, too. He First took- of all, they uh, as soon as the game started, they like dropped the gloves. There was just fights off the yeah. drop. 
Uh, everybody dropped the glove, started fighting. And then as soon as Tom Wilson hit the ice, immediately someone fought him. That was beautiful. <laughs> um, and like I've talked about before, Tom Wilson can hold his own in a fight. Uh, he's one of the best fighters in the league. Oh, he does? Yes. Right? He, well, he, he's, a, he's decent. Um, okay. But he's known for being the tough guy, the enforcer, so he's not who's tough. not afraid to drop the gloves, and he's not afraid to end your career. But he's not He's not a good he actually plays a position. Yeah, he okay. scores. He scores. Okay. But he plays with on the top line with the best guys. I could kind of respect that. That you you go and take your he took his ass whooping. Yeah. But he's still a dick. Mm-hmm. But at least he took it. It's kind of like Bill Limbeer. It's like you kind of respect him because he's a scoundrel. There's also in, with hockey, there's like a um we'll say it's an unwritten rule that if you like injure somebody, like somebody's gonna kick your ass. Like the other day, the uh, the Maple Leafs were playing, and John Tavares got hit. Uh, he went down awkwardly. He gets hit by a guy, clean hit, no problem. He, he goes down, and as he goes down, a guy trailing behind him knees him in the head and like knocks him unconscious. I don't know. Did I send you that? Mm-hmm. He gets kneed in the head and like is out, and he's like trying to. The trainers come out. He's like unconscious on the ice. They try and like. Uh, start talking to him. He's trying to get up on his own and he like falls backwards. It's a horrible, horrific looking scene. Um, but the guy trailing didn't mean to knee him in the head at all. Uh, clearly unintentional. Sucks that it happened, but the Maple Leafs just lost their captain for the foreseeable future. It's playoff time and everything like that. So they when they dropped the puck, somebody fought that dude. And he basically just took an ass kicking because he just hurt their captain. But he didn't bitch about it. No. Okay. No. There you go. So again, And even the player that was kicking his ass, like, apologized and said, like, sorry, you know I have to do this. Okay. So all the things being said, I'll talk a lot of shit about baseball. Mm-hmm. Right? Talk a lot of shit about soccer, and I will never retract any of those statements. That's a, it's a dumb sport. You're on, you're on grass kicking a ball around. It's dumb. Whatever. Fight me. I'll, I'll tell you where to meet me. Behind Shelby's. That's where we're going. Um, but at least baseball players can be tough. Yeah. So the other day, I, of course, I don't have his name pulled up. Dude eats a 94-mile-per-hour face ball. It's a 94-mile-per-hour face, uh, face ball that <laughs> just clocked him. I mean, it, it's about as scary as you can get. What was that guy's name? I don't know his name. Oh. Plays for the Mets. Yeah, he's playing the Braves. They're playing the Mets. Uh, Braves pitcher threw a 94 mile per hour fastball, and this dude didn't move. No, took it straight to the face. Didn't flinch. I, dude, I don't know what you're thinking. Like, I know a fastball comes in there, it's quick, it gets there in a a hurry. Man, you got to turn your head. It's one of those things that. We can't imagine no. what that's like because that's so fast. So fast. I, you can't see the ball. Like You have to be doing this for your entire life and be good at it before you can even take a chance at hitting that ball. It hits him square in the face. Only thing I can figure is that for a split second in his head, he second-guessed something, and he wound up eating it. And the reason why I bring that up is, one, it's incredible the dude got up. The dude got up in 36 seconds. He was leaking, too. Yeah, it's like you turned on a faucet. Yes. When he was on the ground, um, they kind of showed a a close-up of him, and you can just see blood running from his face, just 
Like you turn on a faucet. It's like you turned on a faucet in like the Amityville house. Yeah. That's the shit that's going to come. There's a lot. My point is that 36 seconds, he was on his feet. A few days later, he showed up to practice. Mm-hmm. Now With a my busted face. face. He oh. got black eyes. Um, he probably, he, he for sure broke his nose. Oh, that nose. If not like orbital bone damage. I mean, I don't, I never heard what, what he got, but. That nose broke. I'm sure he sustained some, a lot of broken bones in that face. Well, that's where the black eyes come from. Yeah. Is, is, yes. Is his nose just got towed up. Yeah. Brought that up because of my, my and your favorite player, LeBron James. Uh-huh. Got poked in the eye and stayed on the ground for 80 seconds. One dude ate a 94-mile-per-hour baseball to the face and was up within 36 seconds. LeBron got poked in the eye, and the, the, the king of flopping was on his back for 80 seconds. And I said last week that it's going to turn into a deal like every damn time we do this show. It's like, how did LeBron piss me off this week? Well, this is how he did it this week. I'm not saying he didn't get poked in the eye, but I'm saying I've been poked in the eye worse than that. And I never left my feet. Does it suck? Fuck yeah, it sucks. Can you see? No. You can't do hardly anything, but I never left my feet. And then I just decided to look up just highlights of him flopping just to see. Like, because I've seen the bad ones, but I was like, is he the most unlikable person in in sports? To you, yes. I don't understand (laughs) how you can be a fan of this guy. I'm not. I mean, I'm serious. I'm asking a question. Is that I want to like the guy. I want to watch Space Jam and not dry heave in my mouth as I'm watching it. But how, if you're a LeBron fan, I know I'm asking for a lot here. I know I am because nobody wants to talk to us on Twitter. Nobody wants to talk to us on Facebook. But if I'm pissing you off now, I am dead fucking serious. I'm not even joking. Send me a message. Send Justin a message. Twitter, whatever you want. Tell me why you're a LeBron James fan. Explain to me how you can... Put up with his political bullshit. How you can put up with his flopping. How you can put up with him. I'm not even bitching about him um, bitching about calls not being called because all the greats did that. They were like, man, why didn't you call that? Why? And they all did that. But they didn't fly. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson didn't fly across the freaking court when nobody touched them. I'm getting to the point where I, I honestly cannot stand this man. I cannot stand this guy. And the reason why is I don't want him in the GOAT debate. Ever. I don't, I'm not even going to place him in a numerical spot because how can you put a guy that acts like that, that honestly, he's an actor. But he does Taco Tuesday. Fuck Taco Tuesday. And TikTok dances. Fuck TikTok dances. You want to be Muhammad? I'm getting, actually, I'm getting kind of pissed. <laughs> but the thing is, is this. I, I told somebody this. I was like, he wants to act like he's Muhammad Ali, right? Like he's a social activist and shit. He did the stuff that Jordan and Kobe didn't do. He's he's taking a stand. Muhammad Ali lost three years of his prime career because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. Because he did not agree with it politically. He lost three years of his prime. I can't stress that enough. Is this in when he was at the end and gets no, when he was his best? Three years he didn't get a fight. Because they wouldn't let him. He stood up for whether you believe that whether you agreed with him or not, he stood up for what he believed in and he made the sacrifice. LeBron ain't sacrificed a goddamn thing. The kid was bought a fucking Hummer in high school and nobody said a word. 
This week, he violated protocol. Nobody said a goddamn word. We went from being joking to me getting actually mad. <laughs> but that's, that's the, I mean, I'm well, serious. I think, I think Charles Barkley said it best that the NBA doesn't have balls to suspend LeBron for Sus- violating COVID protocols. Yeah, because. Although the protocols are probably stupid anyway. I, I will 100% agree with you that it's fucking stupid. But there point. are protocols in place. If a. It's a rule. If somebody on the bench of the Suns violated COVID protocol, they gone. You're not going to be at the game. They gone. So, yeah. Um, but LeBron can do what he wants. Yeah. And he is the face of the league. He still is, and that's what bothers me. Is how's this guy the face? How is this guy your poster boy? I'm serious. I'm fucking serious. Somebody convince me why you're still a LeBron James fan. I will honestly listen to your argument, but. I'll, I warn you, it better be a good one, because if it's not, I will smell blood. <laughs> you better come at me with something good, because you can't come at me with. And and we we love Zach to death, right? Zach's not a sport fan. Zach said, "Well, isn't that how the game's played now?" And I was like, "That's a no, no, no. That's not a good excuse." But that was him on the outside looking in, going, "Well, maybe that's just the way they play the game." I said, "No, that's not a good excuse. That's just you you." What, what James Harden figured out to step back in the loophole and the rules that the step back to him and Luca do? Okay, until they change the rule, fucking do it. But when you're flopping like that, guys definitely flop. He's the king of it. He is the best at it, and he will do he, it oh, more than anyone else. He's the goat of flopping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is part of the game. You're trying. You're trying to draw fouls. You're trying to get to the free throw line, but you can't do it all the time. Well, Kevin Durant's the one that figured out that if he locks his arm under your arm, when you move, you're making contact. So it's an automatic foul every time. He's the one that, I think he's the one that figured that shit out. And I don't agree with that either. If you're the ref, which we know what to think of NBA refs. Yeah. <laughs> if you've watched, if you've listened to the podcast that, uh, what was it called? Um, the Danaher thing? Uh, Donahue. Donahue. God damn it. Um, oh, I forget what the name of that it was the that series was, but it was Whistleblower. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. Yeah. Right off the bat. It tells you all you need to know about NBA refs. And any, honestly, any ref in any sport. Yeah. Honestly, because they're all professionals and just all this money to be made. Um, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop because I like to be in a good mood when I do this. I really, I really well, do, what will put you in a good mood is the Phoenix Suns took it to the Lakers the other day, and that's great. I don't know if they'll keep it up for a series. Well, that brought me back to the refs because the NBA don't want. Oh, they'll the make. Yeah, they they're, don't want the Suns. No, they and they're gonna make this a series. They, Even if the Suns win, it's go. It might go seven games. What they want is uh, they want Lakers maps. That's what they want. Yeah, if I had, if I was in the NBA and I was like worried about ratings, that's what I would want. Because isn't it the the winner? That'd be the Western Conference Finals. Well, that's who they right. run the Western Conference Finals, but they don't want like um, who's Dallas playing? God damn it! I don't have any of this pulled up on my phone. Here, I got it. Um, he's looking. I should have already had this. Clippers. Okay. Mavs are playing the Clippers. They don't want the Clippers to make the finals. The the Celtics are playing the Nets. They want the Celtics. 
Do they? Oh, no, no, no. They now want they Brooklyn. want the Nets. Now they want the Nets. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Now they want the Nets. But the forever it wasn't like that. Man, really? I, 51 and 20 with the Suns. Suns had a pretty good season. They're the best team in the league, aren't they? I thought it was the Jazz. I'll be the Jazz. Didn't we just look this up the other day? We did. Um, well, the Jazz were like fourth, weren't they? No, they were first. Were they first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Suns are right there with them, though. There was a lot of upsets the other day, though. The Hawks beat the Knicks. Trey Young silenced the crowd in New York. Um, ain't nobody wants Atlanta to beat New York. Ain't nope. nobody wants that. The Grizzlies beat the Jazz, which was which just does not make sense. Surprising. John Morant's a bad man, though. Yeah. Um, Suns beat the Lakers, and then the Sixers beat the Wizards, which I think was like the only one that wasn't really an upset. Nuggets won. They came back too, because I was keeping up the score on that one, and they came back and won that one. And the Bucks kicked the shit out of the Heat. Your boy didn't do a whole lot. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is having struggling. He didn't do a whole lot. It did have a nice play on Giannis, though. Did you see that play on Giannis? He's guarding Giannis. Giannis is backing him down. Giannis much bigger than Jimmy Butler. It's not close. Bigger than most people. And Jimmy Butler kind of just like stepped away and let Giannis like back up and almost fall down uh, and tried to put up a layup and missed. Decent defense play, but yeah, Jimmy Butler's struggling. The whole that Heat team is struggling. They're well, the only the only games they won against the Lakers was because Jimmy Butler beat them. Yeah. Um, so he is great, but he's going to have to play better than that if you're going to beat Jokic. But, um, Milwaukee, uh, they beat them 132 to 98. Man, beat their ass. Yeah. So they're up 2 0 in that series. The, I'm hoping the refs don't become a problem in the Suns, Lakers, and the best team actually wins. But yeah. LeBron and AD didn't do a whole lot. No. And their uh, that game is tonight at 9 o'clock. Which one? The Suns and Lakers? Suns and Lakers, yeah. Dude, you know what I'm, what I'm breaking down and doing? What? I'm getting YouTube live or whatever that's called. Because just so I can watch the playoffs and then cancel it abruptly if the Lakers make the finals. <laughs> um, um, got anything else to add on NBA? Uh, no, we can touch on um, – I want to touch on your Atlanta Falcons and what happened on uh, first take the other day. First take – no. What's the uh, – what's Shannon and Skip on? I don't know. What the hell's that show called? Who cares? I don't because I don't care it's about annoying. anything Shannon has to say. But I so, a uh, picture circulated the other day of Julio Jones wearing a Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. hoodie. You sent me that. Yes, yeah, I sent you that. I told you I don't think that means anything. All right. It doesn't mean one thing, but I can tell you later. It means one thing. Is that he don't give a fuck. He gone. He gone. He ain't going to Dallas, mm-hmm. first of all. I told you all the reason. Dallas is strapped for money. But it's what he said. Dallas is strapped for money. They've got a whole lot of money tied up on Amari Cooper, Dak, Ezekiel Elliott, and everything. They ain't paying Julio. It ain't going to happen. So on the show, um, Shannon and Skip are doing their usual bullshit, uh, going back and forth. Shannon saying, you know, Julio's out. Um, He's wearing Dallas Cowboys. He ain't going to Dallas Cowboys. Skip thinks he's going to Dallas Cowboys. He ain't going to Dallas Cowboys. In the middle of the segment on live TV – Shannon Sharp decides, I'll call Julio Jones and ask him right now. Calls Julio. Puts him on speakerphone. And he told him. He said, you're on the air. No, he didn't. No, he didn't tell him that? Not at first. I thought he told him that. Nope. Uh-oh. Julio picked up. He's like, what's up, man? Like, what's going on? And uh, Shannon pretty much hits him from the get-go. He's like, you want to be a Dallas Cowboy? 
And Lula's like, no, nah, not really. Like, and he goes, uh, do you want to be Atlanta Falcon? He goes, no, nah, I'm out of there. Said it live on air. Julio ain't coming back to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. He goes on there. Uh, well, uh, now, Skip did, I think, try to be kind of loud where Julio could hear him. Mm-hmm. After all this is said and done, Shannon was like, all right, man, we're live on air. Like, and tells him after all that shit and everything. Who, I don't, I, I think Julio's kind of an asshole. Um, you do? Yeah. Okay. I met him for that autograph signing that one time. He was just a dick. Okay. Met a lot of people at autograph signings, and he was like the worst one. Really? Yes. Yes. Um, people were like trying to take pictures with him and everything, and he did not want to be there. And this to was, be fair, he could have been having a bad day that day. You okay. Know, but I'm just playing devil's advocate on that. He, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just saying. Maybe. That's fine. He might just be a dick. I, like I said, I've met a lot of people doing that, and they were all like nice, and like they understand what they're there for with the engagement with fans and stuff like that. They're going to take pictures. Mm-hmm. He didn't want any part of it. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I think he's kind of an asshole, but I don't think he wanted to be portrayed like that on national television. Nope. Get put on the spot like that and say, oh, I'm out of there. Because technically you're not. Mm-hmm. You're under contract with the Falcons. You, If you want to get paid, you're going to have to show up. Yeah. They hold your – they hold everything. They hold all the cards. Like, they can deal you where they want to deal you. So, you don't hold a whole lot of power in that. Um, that being said, I mean, if he's not going to show up, the, the Falcons are going to have to trade him. The guy gets something for him. They're saying they want a first-round pick for him. Okay. People are, are now know that he doesn't want to be there. They ain't offering a first round pick. They're gonna make the Falcons eat it. They're gonna say, oh, "We're not giving you a first round pick. You just keep him. He don't want to be there. He ain't gonna show up." So they're gonna. Ah, yeah, but he. Th- this, one thing is, he can instantly help your team. This is that phone call right there almost puts this into like Antonio Brown territory, yeah. where you're actively trying to destroy your trade value. So Shannon Sharp is fucked. I tell you what, if a if you get a call, if you're a professional athlete, and you get a call from Shannon Sharp, you don't answer the phone now. No. That was dirty. What well, Shannon Sharp did to him was dirty. Who bought him? Who bought Shannon Sharp? We talked about it uh, a few weeks ago. Wasn't did he get into it with uh, Kevin Durant? Yeah, Kevin Durant blocked him. <laughs> yeah, uh, but if Shannon Sharp's calling, you don't answer the phone. No, that was dirty. What he did, putting him on live air like that, and not letting him know. And Julio Jones kind of um, – He's being real is what he Yeah, doing. sure. He was talking to Shannon Sharp like Shannon he, Sharp he, was sitting at the house. He thought he was just having a conversation. Yeah. Him. He didn't know what was going on. Yeah. The biggest force network in the world. And then you know what's funny about it? What? The Falcons are so oblivious on Twitter. They tweeted it out. They were like, Julio Jones had thoughts on like his future with the team. They, they did. <laughs> They did do that because they're just the smartest group of people I've ever seen in my life. They are so unaware on Twitter. Uh, it's hilarious. But but did you even say why he said he didn't want to go to Dallas? Because because I want to win? Yeah, he said, I want to go somewhere that's going to win. Yeah. And Shannon Sharp basically said, well, if you want to win, you ain't going to go to Dallas. And he was like, yeah, you're right. 
ain't going to stay in Atlanta. Look, he ain't going to stay in Atlanta. Um, they want a first-round pick for him. I doubt they get that. He's a thirty. He's worth it. He's a 32-year-old wide receiver that is going to be amazing for half the games that he plays. But if you were going to trade him, we talked about this, they should have moved, made this move before the draft. Because mm-hmm. then you get draft capital in this year's draft that can help you this year. Now if you trade him, you're getting picks for next year's draft. This season's pretty much a wash. They're, 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 if you trade Julio, you're auto, you're making your offense worse. For this year, you're making your offense worse. Just before you saw me the other day, you know what I literally just – I told my wife like an hour before that. What? I said, I think I know why I started watching basketball again. It is Well, one, when quarantine started, I started watching – I watched The Last Dance, and that just rekindled something from me when I was a kid. But I started paying attention to basketball because the Falcons have just – irritated me and pissed me off to the point they're pushing me to the NBA. Is that I'm, it's they're so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like you crazy. said, they're out of touch. They don't know what's going on. They have no idea that they're they just tweeted like it's oh yeah, this is what he said. He yeah, when threw us under the bus. Yes, when he was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> when you're I mean, Julio's been the star player there for what, ten years? The entire time he's been there. No, more than that. He's probably he's been there what, 13 years? I mean, it's been a long time. No, it's been uh, – Probably about 10. 10, 11. 10, or 11. 10, 11, whatever. Because Matt Ryan's been there 13. He's been there. And he's been like the star player on that team for a long time. Um, kind of glad my mother-in-law didn't give me a Julio Jones jersey now. She got me a Matt Ryan one. Yeah. Um, so, Julio's gone. If you trade him, your offense is getting worse. You're not getting anything until next year. You're not getting any draft picks or anything until next year. So it really doesn't benefit. This year is like pretty much a wash. The thing is with the Falcons, the defense is so damn bad, they're going to have to score 30-something points to win games. Getting rid of Julio doesn't help achieve that. No. But but he only played half the games, man. Yeah. He barely plays. He gets hurt every year. But he, he barely plays now. So when he's there, he's he's great. If he can free up, now's the point. Now is free up cap space, and then get what you can. He's taking up a lot of cap space. Get rid of him. You're freeing up a bunch. And somebody asked me this because, of course, everybody's new to everybody else. And I said, like, you do realize me and my buddy have been talking about this for like three, four months. Oh yeah. About them getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. They said, well, why didn't they get rid of Matt Ryan? I said, Matt Ryan's way harder to replace. Oh. At this point, I mean, you look at that Falcons offense, like you got Ridley, now you got Kyle Pitts, got Matt Ryan. Like they're going to move the ball, mm-hmm. even with, with Julio or without Julio. They've got offensive weapons. Makes it a little bit more difficult without Julio, but that being said. It's impossible without Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just is. And I'm not going to fucking take up for the guy. I mean, he's he's, he's the best quarterback in Lance ever had, but – if you had to get rid of one of them, you got to get rid of Julio. So wide receivers are much easier to replace than quarterbacks. They were asking me, they were like, "What do you think about that?" I said, "Bye, at, see ya." At this care. point, uh, like I said, this is reminiscent of the Antonio Brown situation. I was a big Antonio Brown, loved Antonio Brown. Six round pick, came in the league, he worked hard, worked hard. Not your prototypical you know wide receiver. You know, I'm just not. I'm not saying afterwards. I'm saying when. Before all that shit happened, you know, basically who he was, he was the NFL version of Jim Butler. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, because he wasn't the most gifted guy on the planet. He worked his ass off to be as good as he was. That's Jimmy Butler. And he had a he had a hardworking mentality. Yes, like, well, you have to. And then they gave him money, and he lost his mind. <laughs> Mr. Big Chest. Yes, um, all that that nonsense or whatever. But um, yeah, I loved Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, Brown was great. And then that last season he was there, he started like sitting out games, yelling at Ben, like doing all this crazy nonsense and everything, wearing the fur coat, coat, calling himself Mr. Big Chest, doing the purple hair, all that craziness and everything. I mean, a fan base will turn on you in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and once he started doing all that, it was gone. And now with Julio Jones saying this, I think it, it's over. He can't come back to the Falcons. You can't let him come back to the Falcons. If you do, you're, it shows weakness. Yeah. Shows a lot of weakness, actually, because he just threw your, your entire franchise under the bus. Yeah. And if you let him come back, if you say, oh, my bad, he's like, oh, you can't. It makes, it makes you look weak. Yeah, it makes your franchise look bad. And with the, the Falcons bringing in new head coach, new GM and everything, I think they got to make a move. They can't let that happen. They can't make it look like. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Even if they don't get a, get a lot in return, you're at least freeing up a lot of money. Freeing up a lot at, of money. I think least. I think he's like twenty three million. Yeah, it's a, it's lot. a lot. You're getting there's a lot for Matt too. Yeah, but you got to get rid of one of those damn debts. Yeah, um, places he could go. Um, New England's been. That's what I keep hearing is New, New England's always always been rumored from um, all my sources. Yeah, on Facebook. We talked to Bill Belichick <laughs> the other day. I had Kraft on the podcast the other day. We're gonna post that next week. Oh shit! I'm sorry, I missed it. <laughs> um, but New England, um, I thought, and what's come out today, um, I thought the best place for him to go would probably be Tennessee. Ooh. Go to the Titans. I didn't think about Julio that. Julio with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. They've got A.J. Brown, Ryan right. Tannehill. they got a three-headed monster if they do that. It makes sense. For half. If they can, I, I don't know what their cap situation looks like. If they can make it work, that would make a lot of sense. Um, and that, that Tennessee – Offense would be dangerous. That defense is good. That's not a bad landing spot for Something him. Something else to have to worry about besides Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Well, AJ Brown's. Uh, I know AJ Brown's a great wide receiver. If he has Julio Jones on the other side, it's a problem. You know, if they do it good for Julio Jones, fine. But bottom line is, it didn't work out here, mm-hmm. and you're taking up a lot of money. Did you deserve the money you got? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you deserved it. Just like I think Matt. Matt, Matt I don't think they should have paid it. Because you shot yourself in the foot when you did that. When you pay ten players that much money, you're shooting yourself in the foot. But we live in a world that if you don't do it, they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. So you you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Anyway, I don't know. It is what it is. At this point in the NFL, you've got a like five year window. When you draft somebody, you've got a five year window of winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Because when that five years is up and that rookie deal is up, you got to pay them. You either pay them or they leave, and you can only pay so many guys. You know the problem I have with the NFL is this, and it's the, it's the Falcons because I mean that's my team. Is that you know how most people cannot wait for the season to start? I can't wait till football starts. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. I'll come over here and watch them with you and shit, but I'm not sitting there just like it's not like waiting count the weeks down to Justice League comes out. It's I don't give a shit. It's like hey. I, I'm just waiting for them to start the shit that they do and be like, hey, man, it's a new year, it's a new outlook, a new team, new Falcons. We're going to come out, we're going to win, we're going to do this, and the 
best we're going to do is like eight and nine. Well, well, that being said, the Falcons we talked about last week, the schedule, very favorable. They do. Very favorable schedule. They should make playoffs. They fucked this up. They deserve whatever hate they get. With or without Julio, A in that defense, scoring 30 points a game, that's manageable against this schedule. And you got one hell of a tight end coming in. They've already said Kyle Pitts was like top five tight end in the league. He didn't play the game. I say, hold your horses. All right. You ain't played an NFL game yet. Is that the the fallout meme? Hold up. Hold up. (laughs) Hold Hold up. up. I saw that the other day. I was like, well, pump the brakes a little bit. All right. Let's not put him in the top five tight ends in the National Football League. He hasn't played a game. Could he be? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The talent is there. The mismatch that he creates, it's all there. Definitely could be. Definitely, guy. in a couple years, could be the top tight end in the league. No doubt. No doubt. But – Without seeing a single game, I don't think you can put him in top five. No. Um, we'll see. Um, I think he can definitely be there, but I can't put him there just yet. T- uh, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about a mini-adventure from this weekend. Okay. Now we're back. Yeah. And we had a little mini-adventure this weekend, kind of. Um me and my wife decided we were going to go up to locally, go up to Broad Street because there's a lot of local businesses and shit you can go to. We we're going to go eat and all that. We went A and we're walking around and look up and Casey's like, hey, there's, there's Justin right there. And I, saw, I looked up and I was like, and I thought she was talking about this other guy named Justin. I was like, hey, you know. <laughs> and I realized who it was and I was trying to act like we were running away, but she didn't get the joke. She just thought I lost my mind there for a minute. <laughs> But we made up. We see Justin. Uh, we see you and your wife, and uh, meet up. And we start talking, whatever. And uh, so, where are you going? So we're going to go eat some ice cream. I said, oh, "Okay." We just went by hobbies and collectibles, and I told you a couple things going to look at. And I'd already had a conversation with the guy that owned the place, talking about sports cards. And I said, uh, "I said, uh, well, there was a you were going to go eat ice cream. There's a sports card place like it was like right beside it, right?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, if you see any cards in there, just buy me some." And you were like, what's well, right there? I was like, shit, we've got okay. You were like, it's too far down there. I was like, dude, it's a block over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, shit, it is right there. So okay, we'll go over there. Some maybe my wife can go over there. And uh, I was like, well, I'll see you this next week. You're like, well, I'll go to the card shop with you. So, okay. And it's it, it, it's a card shop, but it's more of an antique place. Real small Old toys and G.I. Joe figures yeah, and real small hole in the wall business or whatever. But they they do have a bunch of like it's all antiques, but it's like Sports starting lineup figures. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, GI cool. Joe stuff. Um, a lot of cards. A lot of collectibles. Yeah. Stuff. And because I told I, I told you I was like, dude, they don't have them at Walmart. They mm-hmm. don't have basketball cards or really anything at Walmart besides like Magic the Gathering. And when I went over to the Hobbies and Collectibles, he didn't have any. And I talked to him and I was like, man, do you have any basketball like packs? And he goes, nope. And I was like, is it a thing now? They're just hard to get. He goes, if I order 40 boxes, they'll send me one. And this guy has been in business in this town for a long time. And he made his money. He didn't make his money off comic books. He made his money off selling like baseball cards and shit like that online, like early online. That's how he made his money. And this dude's saying, he goes, they just won't send you. Like they're, they're creating their own scarcity in the market is what they're doing. So you say, well, I'll go in here with you before we go eat ice cream or whatever. So we go in there, and I'm a little inebriated. Like, I'm feeling pretty good. It's Saturday. Saturday, you know, sun's out, gun's out. Mm -hmm. I'm having fun. 
what I'm saying is, is I'm not that sharp. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not the sharpest one in the world. We're looking at whatever we're looking. I'm looking at these boys. Oh, man, oh, man, I'm not telling you. Didn't know what was going through my head. I was like, am I imagining these fucking prices? Is that $40 a pack or is that $4 a pack? And I'm like looking at it going, there's no way. There's no way it's $40 a pack. Look at this other one. It's like 15 bucks a pack. And it's college kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then we start looking at the boxes. Mm-hmm. Man, what a box holds eight packs, something like that. I say a small box has got at least 10 in it. Okay, 10 packs. A small box. Yeah. All right, there were some boxes from 150 bucks to $300. And then there was one tiny box that maybe had 10 packs of cards in it, $1,000. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it if in those you have a chance of pulling a very expensive card, but you got a chance. Jesus Christ. I know I'm old. I know. I know. I don't know how things work now, but dude, you could buy packs of cards at gas stations. You can't do it no more. Mm -mm. You can't. It's impossible. They're selling boxes of cards for a thousand dollars a box. Yes. And like, like I said, you have a chance of pulling something. If you don't, you just that's wait. an expensive lottery ticket you just bought. Yeah, you just you, yeah. I mean, like, and if that's your thing, I get it. But if you're just a hobbyist, like it's not even fun anymore. Well, it's like it's like you and me. You grew up getting cards and mm-hmm. shit, and I grew up doing. There's a certain fun part of opening the pack. Opening packs, you don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know, and yeah. when you do get that cool card, you're like fuck, that's got it's, it's dumb. It's just a piece of cardboard. It's dumb, but there's a certain feeling to it. You can't do that anymore. Like I, I, we did like a whole episode before on cards, but um, I got back into football cards like probably 2019. Bought them at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Bought, bought a box mm-hmm. with I don't know, 10, 12 packs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Things like 30 bucks. Okay. That's reasonable. That's not bad at all. No, that's, I'll do that. that's fun. I'll buy two bucks. Yeah. And I, I bought a lot. But um, <laughs> what were they again? What, football what cards. Of, football cards. Yeah, right? it was like Panini or whatever. Okay. And um, got some cool cards in it, got some autographs, whatever. Um, 30 bucks is fine. That's fun to open packs and everything. And uh, even the smaller, you can buy the smaller packs, just the packs. Um, I think they were like five bucks or something. I mean, cheap. I looked them up the other day. You know how much that box is going for? The that, box that you bought. Yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah. What? Like 120. And what was and, the best card and, you got out of it? And now I bought a few of these boxes. I, I was probably, yeah, I spent over a hundred dollars. But you on got these football several cards. boxes. Oh, oh, I've got loads of those cards now. And I pulled some cool things, but I didn't pull anything that's going to make up that money. Um, you didn't pull anything that would make up the hundred bucks you spent. Probably not. No. So I mean, if def- I sold each one of them individually, whatever. Yeah, probably. So you definitely wouldn't have made your money back. If you paid one hundred thirty dollars a pot, no, okay. no, that's the point. I pulled like a David Sills rookie card. You're gonna say who? I, exactly. I don't know. He played wide wide receiver for West Virginia. Um, okay. He might not even be in the NFL. Who the hell knows? I pulled his like autograph card out of there. Okay, that thing's probably worth five bucks. Wasn't there a box in there that did it say every pack or every box is guaranteed to have one autograph card in it. Yeah, there was one box that said that, but but you you don't, you don't know, know what autograph you're gonna get. It ain't gonna be a Luca. Yeah. More I, than likely not. Maybe. 
it'd be cool if it was like Trey Young or something like that. But more than likely, it's going to be some dude that nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And that sucks for them. But I mean, let's let's face it. You're going to spend the money. But that's not the only reason why I brought this up. <laughs> was because do you want to explain the dude talking on the phone? So we're looking, we're looking at the cards. We're going, Jesus Christ, five hundred dollars for that box it don't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's a small place too. Yes, so, a little yeah. small hole in the wall shop, family owned. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know how they make money. I, we said that. When I don't we, know how these places stay in business. When we walked out. I was like, Cassie, that place been open a long time. I said, How? And she goes, Maybe they're a retired couple, and this is just what they do for fun. I was like, You still got to pay rent? Maybe. Maybe they make just enough to pay rent, and they just do it for fun. I don't know. But anyway, I'm looking at the cards, and the lady comes up. She's nice, nice people. Super nice people. Um, She comes up, and she says, Everything in the case is half off, whatever it's listed. It was, it wasn't wasn't half off. It was half off. What? She She said half off. Yeah. She did say half off. Yeah. It was half off. Okay. Half off, whatever the price was on the, the cards that they had in like the cases. Okay. Individual. You know, because um, they had one thing, and I looked at it and I said, So this would be like 17 bucks. Mm-hmm. Individual cards and little sleeves and everything, yes. half price. We're sitting there looking at them and everything. And uh, meanwhile, this lady's like right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, she's being nice and everything. Over our shoulder is the, the guy. He's probably her husband. It gotta uh, be. Older guy. Um, he's on the phone talking to somebody. Loud. And um, <laughs> we're, we're looking. Uh, he's obviously not talking to a customer. Like he's talking like family stuff. Yeah. Um, and we're looking at these cards, and I'm in the football section. You look at the basketball cards, and I said, Wes, come here. You get, they got a rookie card over here for your favorite player. It was a <laughs> Michael Vick rookie card. Yeah. It, and it was like, I don't remember. It was like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. I, whatever. So you come over there, and you're like, fuck that guy. <laughs> whatever you said. No, like, I didn't <laughs> say that. I said he did his time. I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with Michael Vick. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. Jesus. Okay. Um, So we're talking about this Michael Vick rookie card. And over our shoulder, the guy who's on the phone talking to his family says, can he swim? And you immediately, you turn around, you looked at him and go, I have no idea if Michael Vick can swim. (laughs) (laughs) The guy looks at you and goes, I'm on the phone. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I still don't know. So he hung up the phone and he goes, So can Michael Vick swim? And you're like, I have no idea. I don't I've never met him. I don't know. <laughs> it was just funny that you turned around so quick and you go, I, can Michael Vick swim? I have no idea. <laughs> it might be one of those things you had to be there, but it is unintentionally funny. Because I thought he was talking to me. I thought he was talking to us for a minute. Yeah. The well, way he was talking is like I didn't know he was on the phone. So I was like, why is this guy so obsessed with it? Michael Vick can swim or not? He, he got a kick out of it, and so did the lady. They all everybody was laughing, but it was it was just hilarious. And that like we were saying, like going into that card shop and looking at the prices on these cards was unbelievable. Um it all makes way more sense after I heard a guy that actually buys and sells them. When he <laughs> told me that, I was like, okay, all this makes sense now. But So it's not just basketball cards. It's all cards at this point. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, it is. Because uh, they're just they're, – they're, they're, the companies are keeping themselves relevant with these ridiculous cards that are being sold and shit. But they're doing it. It's like, well, it's like the diamond trade. It's like, it's, it's like diamonds. Diamonds are not rare. No. They're made scarce by the people that own them. That's yeah. what trading card companies are doing. Oh, so I wonder if they're doing this to try and combat like the NFT 
that NBA Top Shot bullshit. Maybe, but I think they've been doing this for a minute. I know they haven't. Like mm-hmm. I said, 2019, I could have bought these cars so for nothing. you think this is all about that? I, I don't know. Maybe. maybe all, I mean, I, I don't know if they're trying to compete with like these digital cards that have like been all the rage or whatever. But that's already dying out now, isn't it? Or I is this? So. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Kids are stupid. I don't. Again, we talked about it, but I don't understand because you sent me a picture of Jordan doing a layup against the Pistons, and you said this dude just bought this for like eighty grand. It was a lot. I it was know. a ridiculous amount of money, and he doesn't own that. No. If you want to put that in like a documentary, well, he does own that. He just owns a digital copy of. I do. I don't know. They don't have to ask his permission to use no. the picture. Is what I'm saying. No. They they tell you that you own it. He doesn't own shit. But then I think you can just turn around and sell it again to another dope who you own this too. That's all they're doing is that's how they're making money. It's like the guy that turned from selling a paperclip to getting a house. Yeah. That guy that did that a long time ago. That's what this is. is, I bought this moment for 2,500 bucks. And the last guy that buys it got it for like a hundred grand. Like Tim Dillon says, it's fake business. It is. Do you no. think it's fake business? Yes or yes? Yes. Okay. There Definitely you go. is. I mean, none of this is real. It's all bullshit. Because they'll call you an old man when you say this is bullshit. It makes no sense. They're like, well, you just don't understand. I understand you don't have anything tangible in your hand. You don't have any legal rights to this. It be it a clip or a picture. You don't own it. You don't own a goddamn thing. Yeah. Although you're told that you do own you it. You don't. Now, if you could own it then I'll say that is cool because there's certain moments I have in sports history. If you own that footage, yeah, and it would be worth it. The thing it. is I can go to YouTube and look it up right yes. now and someone owns it, but I can still find it on YouTube and I can still watch it. Well, like it's like where you make your money is like if any, anything that requires sports highlights, they got to come to you. You know what I think? I think Jeff Bezos should do this. I think he should just buy all of like Michael Jordan's like highlights and clips and everything and just hide them from the world. In a vault. Was it the Simpsons that did this? I think it was the Simpsons. Shit, I can't remember who it was. It was a TV show a long time ago that they had an idea. They're like, well, this, I'm just going to say, let's say Daryl Strawberry. That's not who it was because it was like a nobody player. But let's say, hey, this card's only worth five bucks. Well, what if we bought all the cards and then burn all of them but one? And they did that on a, on one. I think it was The Simpsons. I'm probably wrong on that, but they did something like that on one of these shows. Is they got all these cards they possibly could get of the same card, and then they destroyed all of them with like one just to jack the price. So you manufactured scarcity. That's what they did yeah. on a t- TV show in the late '80s, early '90s. So it's the same thing mm-hmm. in a way. It's the same thing, but but it, it sucks because if you want to kind of get back into it. You can't get into this. This is not a hobby you can just walk into anymore. Again, it's not fun anymore. No. Now you're like investing real money. You're acting like this is a Lego sets and shit. This if you put $500 into a box of cards and you don't get anything, you just lost 500 bucks. Well, the thing is, a lot of people, I mean, even if you're just buying them to enjoy them, you can't. Not, for not right now. If you're buying them to resell them, Okay, I get it, I guess. You better hope you pull something. Like you did. If if I bought a $30 box and I pulled a Tom Brady autograph, you made some money. You did. You pulled a nice one. 
And let's be honest, you got a good feeling out of it too. Yeah, you got happy about that. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what a Tom Brady autograph card's going for. Let's say, hell, in this in this market right now, who the hell knows? Let's just say it's five hundred dollars. Putting a monetary value to a Tom Brady rookie is kind of selling it short because if you touch a child with that card, I'm, it cures them of cancer. <laughs> I'm not even talking about rookie. I'm just talking just last year's Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but autographed, autographed. Yeah, fuck yeah. Five, we'll say five hundred bucks. Okay. I don't know what it is worth, but if you get a five hundred dollar card out of a thirty dollar box, that's awesome. It made your day. Yes, you just made four hundred and seventy dollars or whatever. The On top of whatever, that, everything else you pull, it, the odds are not, not likely. What makes likely. it better? So when you, you pull do. that, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You get a five hundred dollar box of cards, and you pull, um, like a Joe Mixon. Autograph running back for the Bengals. You're like, oh, okay. What is that worth? Fifty bucks? It's worth the cardboard that is printed on. So you just lost four hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. That was your big pull. Mm-hmm. I, something like that. Yeah, in that realm. Um, it sours you to the idea. If you lose four hundred dollars on that kind of investment on sports cards, yeah, yeah, it, it has become a, a thing that was made. But, well, it wasn't made for kids originally because they came in packs. Of t- t- there were tobacco cards, but yeah, but that's likely. You buy that five hundred dollar box of cards, you're more than likely going to pull the Joe Mixon autograph. Yeah, more more so than you pull an Aaron Rodgers autograph. More so than you pull LeBron James. Mm-hmm. It just I'm I'm realizing now as we're talking about it, it's like shit. If you were a kid, you can't get into this. Absolutely not. You can't. And that's one of the fun things about being a kid was if you're into sports, it's, it's kind of like I told you with like uh, when I love Justice League like I did. And it reminded me of a movie when I was a kid. It's the same thing with this. Part of it is you want when you're a kid, you want to take home some of it. Like um, like when these movies that they made when I was a kid, they made trading cards for the damn movies for like Ninja Turtles and shit like that. It wasn't enough just to go see the movie. You wanted the cards. You wanted the toy. If you're a kid and you you love uh, give me somebody, Derek Henry, okay. that, that is your guy. Like mm-hmm. you're a little kid and you think that is just the coolest dude you've ever seen in your life. It was kind of cool when you buy It'd some make cards. your day if you bought a pack of cards, you rip it open, you see a Derek Henry card. And, and it might not even be autographed. No, it's just, it, his, just, just a card. It's just his card. Just a base card. But that's your guy. Yeah. And it, there's a there's an amount of joy you have as a kid that you really can't explain. Mm-hmm. It's just you're just happy. Yeah. Because you got to bring some of it back home. And then on the back of your head, he's like, oh, shit, this might be worth some money, too. Because when you're a kid, you know, 100 bucks is all the money in the world. So, and, and they can't do that anymore. And when 2019, when I was buying these cards, you get a box, like I said, for 30 bucks. You could absolutely do that as a kid. And, and what's $5 cool? a pack, whatever. I mean, it was obtainable for a kid. At this point, it's not. And what I saw on YouTube like over a year ago, it's not that old, dude. This dude bought three packs of like 83, 84 Fleer, three wax packs. I've told you about this, but they were $500 a pack. The reason why they're $500 a pack is you might pull that Jordan rookie and then you're going to make your money back. You're going to make that 1500 real. And there was only so many cards. So honestly, the likelihood of pulling it wasn't as bad as you think. Um, and you might have not pulled anything, but you might pull enough to justify the fifteen hundred that you pulled or that you paid for. 
by getting like a Clyde Drexler or something like that. I forget what the big cards were in that set, but um, but that was $500 a pack for the chance of getting a rookie card that is worth more than your house. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. These are brand new fucking cards for $500 a buy. And I am not, hey, and I'm saying this real quick because I know the people that own that store listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything on them. What they're doing is, is for them to make money, they have to charge that mm -hmm. because they're not, they don't have a ton of these boxes to sell. They have like two and there's a chance there's some card in that set that's going to justify that 500 bucks. There's a reason why they're charging 500 bucks. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying they're doing what they've got to do. But you, you have a generation of children that don't even know what they're missing. I know that's a term that's been done to death because as long as they got their phone or their video game, they're happy. They don't understand if they're, they have to be into sports for it to make sense, mm -hmm. first off. But if they're into sports and they got their favorite player, they don't understand what they're missing out on because it's been taken away from them and they don't even know it. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that until we started talking about it just now is that they can't enjoy something that every other generation has gotten to enjoy. Uh, you're essentially when you walk into the store, you see a five hundred dollar box of cards. You're you're essentially walking into a a gas station and buying a five hundred dollar scratch off ticket. And we'll see, mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. But you could lose that five hundred dollars quick. And it's not going to take that long to open them packs up. Mm -hmm. So it's not uh, five hundred dollars is not fun. Mm -hmm. Like it. Uh, it's making me like nervous thinking about buying a back box of cars for $500 and opening them. Because odds you, are you just threw your money away. Yes. Yes. Because the chances of getting a really good card are so low. Because they, they're, not only are they manufacturing scarcity of the boxes, there's already manufactured scarcity of those cards. Hmm. The LeBron James hmm. yeah. autograph, the Giannis autograph, Luca, things like that. Those are already one of let's say a hundred. And then the guys who are, you know, coming off the bench for the Mavs, those are one of a thousand. God damn. And then you pull that guy, you put $500. That's who you pull. Honestly, if you spent the money, you deserve it. You deserve what you get. If you're willing to spend that much money, you deserve what you get, but it sucks that you can't even, you can't get into it, but I don't know. I thought it was like an interesting little run. I'm just wondering who walks into that card shop and Drops five hundred dollars on that box of cards. It's had to have happened. Well, it has to, but uh, I mean, there's not a lot of people. I kind of wish I was there when it happened. So like that thousand dollar box. Who the hell is buying a thousand dollar box of cards? That's what I'm saying. I kind of wish I was there when somebody bought it because I'd have to ask them. I'd be like, "All right, you got to open them here. You got you get at least explain to me your purchase because I want them to make money, but you got to explain to me." Why you spend a thousand dollars on a box of cards? That the likelihood of you making that thousand bucks. Is we should have looked. We should have. Do you remember what box of cards that was? Mm -hmm. We need to look up like a YouTube opening of those and see what somebody gets. That same box that we saw sitting on the shelf. See what somebody got opening those. Yeah, I kind of wish I would have took a picture. I felt I, I felt rude to take a picture of it, but I kind of wish I knew what it was. Now I think it was something like. It was a name brand. It was My, something we've heard of. Yeah. I, I just don't know if it was Upper Deck or if it was Starting Line. I don't know, but it was something that we had heard of. Mm -hmm. But that, it was a, it was grand, and you might get 10, 10 uh, packs out of that box. Maybe. It was small. 
Yeah. It was a thousand dollars. But I don't know. We we wrap it up on that one just because right. we thought that uh I, I honestly I'm glad we brought it up because that is true. Is kids kids can't enjoy it no more. Mm-hmm. Grown ass adults can't enjoy it. The nope. kids don't have a chance. We can't enjoy it. Fuck no. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Bye.